out and check us out. Um, this is where uh, senior living is just living large, man. They have everything for you. They have chefs. They have people taking care of you. They got parks everywhere. They, it's just a beautiful place. Check it out. If you want to um, retire and live at large, come on out here to Town Village Auto and Park. We got three rounds of uh, golf we're going to give away, plus a cart at Wedgwood Golf Course. I have all kinds of prizes to get. Coming out here, eat some Q, hang out, talk to the peeps. Now, Jay Morgan, you know we have a very busy show because it is a Friday, and I'm telling you right now, um, it's a stacked Friday. We have a great football game tonight, by the way. Utah, Oregon State. I am so excited about this. There's just some really good college football games this year on Friday night. Uh, Utah, Oregon State is a huge one, and I have a very, as uh, the, the the handicappers like to say, I have is it I have a strong opinion on tonight's game. A very 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 strong opinion. Plus I also have a strong opinion on a game over this weekend uh has to do with Tennessee Vols and South Carolina. I'm telling you right now, uh I think the boys in Vegas know something's going down. I'm a, I'm a guy who looks in there and tries to read between the lines. It's not like necessarily a a conspiracy theory that I'm going to give you. I just think I'm going to maybe talk it into existence, something that's going to happen in the Tennessee-South Carolina game. Um, I would call it an uneducated, an uneducated person's educated guess. Wow. Uh, it's a mouthful. Yeah. It is a mouthful. It is a mouthful. Because, that's a, that, hey, that's a big game this weekend. I don't know if you saw the line, but Tennessee minus 12. Who's got the better quarterback? Sure as hell ain't Tennessee. I was about to say, definitely in Tennessee. Yeah, man. So we we got like the, this game. I got a whole thing that I believe is going to happen. We got to talk about some Georgia Auburn. There are some great college football games that we're going to dive into today. You know that we're talking with Lee Sterling today from Paramount Sports. That's going to be at twelve o'clock today. You need to hop on. My man is absolutely on fire, and I mean on fire. When I say doing well, it is absolutely. Ridiculous what he's been doing. Uh, we got to break down Kentucky and Florida. I got a strong opinion on that game. So does he. We're going to do Tennessee, South Carolina. I'm about to give you my whole uneducated uh, person's educated guess. We're going to talk Memphis and Boise State. Big game in the Mid South. Memphis minus the two and a half currently over Boise State. Cincinnati uh, minus. Uh, Two points this weekend against Tennessee. We're going to also jump into the NFL. We also got to talk about that Buffalo-Miami game. You heard yesterday, Jalen Waddle cleared concussion protocol. They didn't need him when they scored 70 points last week on Denver's face. They got the cheetah back. I mean, the cheetah now like got his partner back, I guess the leopard or something. I don't know. Can he be another tiger? Well, he would be a he penguin. Be he, would, he would be a penguin, right? Because waddles? Because he waddles, yeah. Yeah, it's a fast waddle. It's fast as penguin in the It's a cheetah and a waddle, but I tell you what, you're right. No, you know, penguins on their stomach, John, when they're sliding through the snow, they're pretty damn fast. So maybe he's a penguin that way. That's that's how he does it, man. But we're going to break down this awesome football game. You saw what happened last night. That was an easy Lions win, was it not? And I got to say, for those who are smarter than me, I apologize. Uh, because I jumped all over the Lions. And, Jay, guess what? They beat I looked the down crap. at my clock. Beat the crap out of them, John. Oh, yeah, that was the, one of the easiest, best games of the year. Like, you know how you just never, ever sweat that joint? I never sweated that joint. It, it felt so good watching that game. Let me just tell you something. I was enjoying it thoroughly. But the thing is, is I had a blessing happen to me. Um, You know how people lose track of time, right? 
I know, I've, I've known you to do that a time or two. Well, man, all of a sudden, you know, I'm doing a little something, some doing a little something, some some. Next thing you know, I look up at the clock and it's like seven oh five, and I was like, damn. I was like, dude, I forgot to play the Middle Tennessee Western Kentucky over. Well, guess what? It worked out in my favor. Oh, Sorry we love for that. Y'all. Well, that's like what you were yeah. saying, John. You're putting positive things out into the universe to hopefully get positive, so positive things back. Are coming and back. that's one thing that came back to you. Yeah, I just got distracted, and then the universe knew I needed to be distracted. So it worked out so good for me. But again, we're talking a lot of college football, some NFL, Lee Sterling at noon. Plus, you know, we got T Money and Uncle Brasky. That's going to be a big, 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 big segment because those guys are absolutely buck wild. That's twelve thirty. Jay Ham's in the house. We got to talk about with the historian. What does he think about the uh, Giannis going to Milwaukee? I'm not Giannis. Dame Lillard joining Giannis in Milwaukee. Uh, what does he think about this five-some main? So we're going to talk a little bit of hoops, tons of football, uh, NFL action. But I first got to tell you right now, I need to help you get on the right side. And you know what the right side is, Jay? What's that, John? It's Oregon State. You know I'm a big Beavers fan, right? You've been talking positive about Oregon State since week one. Maybe even before that, you've been all over them. No kidding. And I think they have a very good defense, and, and people are going to say, well, dude, they gave up 38 points to Washington State last week. Dude, Cam Ward is a freaking man. You know that? He threw for 404 yards, four touchdowns. He, he He's very mobile back there. He gives his offensive line extra time, and he throws laser beams, all right? If he didn't play in the Pac-12 – and he didn't, if he didn't play at Washington State, people would be talking about him a lot more because very simply, um, you know, you have Michael Penix, you have Caleb Williams, you saw Shador Sanders earlier. I mean, I can go on and on. Kim Rising hadn't even played, but they are playing Utah. Oregon State is playing Utah. Utah is 4-0. Yes, they've won the Pac-12 the last two years. I think Kyle Whittingham is a magician. I don't know how he does it. They're physical. They're tough. But I think Oregon State is as physical and as tough. And the thing that Oregon State doesn't have to face this week is Cam bleeping Ward because Nate Johnson ain't Cam Ward. If Cam Rising was healthy enough to play, Nate Johnson would be on the bench. I'm telling you right now, Oregon State at home is going to suffocate this man. I think Utah goes down tonight. I love Oregon State to get back on the right side, coming off a tough loss against Washington State. We're in the second half. They went crazy, and they got that thing close, 38-35. First half, you know, DJ, you had a you know a couple bad decisions. But I'm, I'm telling you, I feel like Oregon State tonight, minus the four, is easy bleeping money. I think they win by two touchdowns. I, I like that, John. I was actually looking for a college game to play tonight, and that seems like a really good one. You've been really high on Oregon State. A lot of positive things being said about what that football team is doing. Dude, they forced turnovers. They force turnovers. I feel like Oregon State at home is going to get some from Nate Johnson, again, the young quarterback. Um, and plus, the, again, the, the, the biggest thing for me is Nate Johnson. That Oregon State defense struggled against some miraculous Cam Ward throws and, and just plays. First half. Second half, they shut him down. First half, he just came out and made some – I mean, like some of the throws that he made were just ridiculous. And Nate Johnson ain't making those throws for Utah. So I just feel like this is – like. This line is off. Like, this thing should be a touchdown at least. I think this is an easy win, Oregon State. Go Beavers. Go Beavers. Beat up on them Utes. Now, are you ready for my 
uneducated person's educated guess. Is it what, what? So that one was not your uneducated person's educated guess, right? That first one was a full educated guess. Let's take Oregon State at home. This is a full on. I'm making some money on Friday night. I like that. Listen okay. to me, people. This is about dollar bills, dollar bills, y'all. Okay. Now this, I don't know how to touch this with a ten foot pole because one. There is something going on here that smells a little bit fishy. Tennessee, South Carolina this week. Have you seen the dead gum line? Yeah, 12 and a half point favorites Tennessee are at home, right? And I know it's in Knoxville, and I've heard people say this. They're, they're going out there to get this one from putting out Hendon Hooker last year. Bro, this is a new year, a new team, and Hendon Hooker ain't walking out that door to play quarterback for the Tennessee Vols, neither. Betting on a it team, your, betting on a team without a quarterback, two scores. John seems like a dangerous game. Um, yeah, there's a dude named Joe Milton that's going to be coming out. You know what I mean? And let me just tell you a little something about my man Joe. We have seen this movie time and time again. Like if you watch Revenge of the One, Nerds One, if you watch Number Two, Number Three, if you watch Porky's One. I don't know if they made another one. I think they did. No, they made but another basically, one. Basically, yeah, they made another one. That's what I thought. See, my memory's even working today from the uneducated person's educated guess. I'm just saying, this is looking weird. Like, I, I feel like you have to take South Carolina one because Tennessee's front seven is trash. Like, don't lie to yourself, Tennessee fan, that your front seven is terrible. Well, guess what? South Carolina's offensive line ain't all that good. So, therefore, I feel like the offensive line and the defensive front seven for Tennessee is basically a wash. I look at the advantage at quarterback with Spencer Rattler. Listen, we know what Spencer Rattler is. He moves well in the pocket. He's going to get the ball uh, to basically to, you know, to Knox and Leggett. And it's going to, and they can do things. I just feel like this Vols team is not all that good. 12 points is something where you have to say to yourself, oh, give me 12 points. Let's load up on the Gamecocks. Yeah, I, I'm with you, John. By the way, hold on, hold on, oh, hold on. Ahead, Let I'm me sorry. tell you something. I, I picked a Beaver today. You think I would follow it up with the Gamecock, wouldn't you? But this game is, again, the uneducated person's educated guess. I feel like this situation is where we are going to, like, the Vols have to have a storyline this year, right? Like, their defense or their front seven is not any good. Their quarterback's terrible. Um, it's just, it's not going great. Florida embarrassed you again in the swamp. So now they need some positivity. So all of a sudden, the first quarter, Joe Milton's going to miss a couple passes, and the crowd's going to start chanting, Nico, Nico. Nico. Nico comes in, takes over for the rest of the year. Joe Milton loses his job. We've seen this movie. He has a story big ending, and this team could end up winning by three touchdowns. And people remember when Peyton Manning first came in. No, nah, they're going to forget about that. Well, if they're my age at least. And they're going to start talking about Nico when he took over against South Carolina. That is such a dangerous, John, line of thinking. I literally just said that to Bryant when you were like, everybody's on South Carolina. We know that Tennessee doesn't have a quarterback. And I was like, that almost makes me want to bet on South Carolina, but that's a dangerous game to play. And then sure enough, you followed up by saying they might put Nico in. And if Nico comes in there, they're going to let him this sling is the where rock the around. Freshman. Mm-hmm. This is where the freshman takes over. I mean, you all, everybody remembers like when Peyton Manning, the glory days back in Tennessee, when he came in, the young kid, young fella. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is where the young kid comes in. You're at home. 
You've already given. I mean, you're two, well, you're three but, and one, and you've looked terrible but, each week. Even against Austin Page, you know what Joe Milton is. Josh Heupel's got to start thinking about the future, and this will also get pressure off his back and give Tennessee fans something to cheer for. But John, why wouldn't they have put him in already? You know, that's the only thing that that I have a drawback on. It's like. There's been so they many- had to get the kid a little bit more time. Again, now we're five weeks into college football. Well, it's week five, but we did have week zero, so you know. Oh, see, five weeks week. in, you nailed it. Uh, you know, I mean, it's but this is week five of college football. I feel like now the kids, you know, gotten enough reps. They've seen what they can see from Joe Milton. He probably gave him at the beginning of the year the best chance to win, and they wanted him to take over the job. I mean, he's a physical freak. He's huge. He can throw the ball seventy yards, but damn it, it ain't working, man. It ain't working. We've seen this film. Oh man, you know how much I would like to see Nico, John. That is, that is. A gr- I love it. I, you know what? I'm all in. I have no notes, no notes at all, no complaints. That is perfect right there. And I would be happier. What's something that's very happy? Happier than something that's very happy. If I see Nico go out there and sling it on Saturday. Dude, I'm telling you, man, this is going to happen, and that's why I'm scared. And I know you're sitting there going, John, you're actually going to base a game because you think their backup quarterbacks are going to take over. This thing could be, like, historic, man. Josh Heupel needs some positivity. He does need some positivity. But I tell you what. I mean, you don't wait to – you basically have to give up on Joe Milton already. You're four games in. This is week five. Like I said, this is the fifth game of the year. You're four and one. And you got Texas A&M coming to town next week. Then you got Alabama. You got to get this kid in there before he's going to see some serious fire. And the Gamecocks, they ain't serious fire. What if – what if they don't put Nico in? Well, then they're stupid, and I'm just going to say I was right. The reason they uh, to South Carolina covered, I should have known better. <laughs> Josh Heupel is not the smartest coach. Like all everybody says, he's a smart coach, but guess what? He didn't put in Nico, and I'll just blame him. On, I blame it on him. That's what I'm thinking too. So if they don't put him in, they they don't cover this game. They don't have a quarter. How can you bet on a quarterback that can't I mean, I throw can't, a pass the line of scrimmage? You know what I mean? Like Joe Milton, uh, I can't what is bet it? 54% on 54% of his passes this year are behind the line of but, scrimmage. And, and that was the stat you That's exactly right. And, and I'm telling you what, coaching decisions like that tell you all – they are telling you with their play calling, we do not trust this kid to throw the ball. He can't throw the ball. We have to do this. It's not because he is just so brain dead he can only throw behind the line of scrimmage. They're calling play saying, this kid can't throw it downfield. We're not going to even let him. This That's a recipe for an absolute disaster. Yeah, if he starts, John, I'm with you. It, it, and he plays the whole game, I should say. I'm curious about something. If Tennessee fan who's out there listening today, I'm, I mean, what do you think about that? Is that something that you would want to see? Are you tired of seeing the Joe Milton film? Like, have you seen enough? I, I, I can tell you one fan that's tired of seeing it, John. It's and the guy that? that wrote that five, six, seven, eight million dollar check to Nico to come to the University of Tennessee <laughs> when he keeps seeing Joe Milton trot out onto the field. He's thinking, what the hell is going on here? Get this kid out of the game. Yeah, it's not going well, and it's going to get nothing but harder because, again, their, their, their schedule goes A&M at Alabama in Lexington against Kentucky, who this week I think is going to get over, and I think that's actually another – uh, really good bet this weekend. I love, I love Kentucky this week against Florida. I agree. I know I, I was talking Tennessee, and I, but I'm also talking bets. I can't bet the Tennessee South Carolina game because I feel like Nico's going to come in and he's going to have that one shining moment. That's basketball. And though. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I don't give a damn. It's still a great song. Okay? It is a good now, song. Um, I got to give you that one. <laughs> uh, but we got the Florida Kentucky game, and we're going to talk some money. Kentucky at home. At home, minus the one, 
Ooh wee! I know Tennessee. By the way, and this is another reason. Like I want to bet South Carolina because I don't know how they're a twelve point favorite, but there's got to be something. Like Nico must be coming in to write the story. But man, the Florida Kentucky game. Kentucky's more physical than anybody. I think even Utah that Florida's played. Tennessee. I told you their front seven is trash. Kentucky plays some defense. I think this is a game where Kentucky goes out there and just bully whips Florida, and Graham Mertz is Graham Mertz. I, I, John, I, to, I totally agree with you on Kentucky too. And they need the Devin Leary game too. Devin Leary's got to get going. He's now, you know, this is week five again. This game, this guy, they're undefeated. They're four and zero. Why do you think? But he needs. He's just been turning the ball away. I mean, he's got five interceptions this year. What's the logic on Florida being favored? You know, you know, what I, like it doesn't even make sense to me. Um, because I guess they're ranked twenty second in the country, and Kentucky's not. Or and, and that's how people. No, know. that could be. No, that's an excellent point too, because that's how people bet on college football. Like the brain dead Kentucky, people. like outside, you know, you know, Stoops has been there for so long, and he's built a very good program. Uh, they're very, very physical. They run the damn football. They, you know, they do their thing. Uh, they brought in Devin Leary. I thought he was going to be an upgrade from Will Levis, at least last year's Will Levis. The year before, he was very good, but under a different offensive coordinator, and now he's back. I feel like the Kentucky offense gets going this week. I think I feel like Devin Leary has his game because this Florida defense is not that good. I've long called yeah, they Will. Stop, they stopped Joe Milton in Tennessee, whippity doo dah. Speaking to bring it I all, love full, Kentucky, love Kentucky this week to bring it all full circle for you, John. You know, people call uh, Joe Milton Tennessee's Will Levis. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Will Levis compared to Joe Milton is like um I see the same person, Joe. Here, here's it's like uh it's like Tim Tebow's wife compared to that uh the one that's not attractive on um that nerdy show, something about a universe. The Big Bang Theory? That's it, that's it. Good job. Don't I don't want I don't want to even say the lady's name because I'm a big fan of hers, so I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna go there for you. I, I knew that it was a joke because she's really good on Jeopardy. She's excellent. <laughs> I actually like her. She's really good. She she's, has a good podcast. She's actually well. by the way, just so you know, did she know that she's actually a neuroscientist? She is. She has a PhD in neuroscience. That's absolutely true. How about that? Look at John coming with the big facts today. Come on, man, man. I might know a little bit about some football. I might have some uneducated, educated guesses, man, but don't be messing with me when it comes to like Actors the show that that well no it's the show with that blonde on it like I've seen the show with Kaylee Kuko on it yeah no kidding <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan of her work you She's love the Priceline commercials that's a free pub for Priceline uh, I do do I do I do I do by the way man speaking of some pub dog I hope everybody's out there taking taking advantage of what Scooters Plus has got going on they have a they have sales every single day like they always got some stuff that's going down but right now they got a blowout like blowout inventory reduction sale they're getting ready and gearing up with a bunch of new gear coming in for christmas head on over there they got deals out the frame they got of course scooters atvs utvs uh side by side motorcycles street bikes dirt bikes you name it they got it plus all the parts in the world for basically everything if you need parts there's only one place to go if you need to work on your own stuff head on over there and pick up your parts if you're a gearhead if you need some very talented mechanics working on your Outdoor vehicles, simply take it over there. They'll do the repairs. It's parts, it's repairs, it's sales, and it's service. Scooters Plus, 3425 Summer Avenue. And also online, you can check out all their new inventory and their sales at scootersplus.us. Jay, we're yeah, going to take a quick quick time out. We talked a little bit about football. I hope you've been listening. Again, I love me some Kentucky. I'm telling people right now, it looks too easy to take South Carolina because they have – 
you know, I mean, a Leggett, they have Knox, uh, they have the better quarterback and Spencer Rattler. They beat them last year and people were saying, oh, no, 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 man, Hendon Hooker ain't walking out that door. Joe Milton is. But it's got to be something weird going on because Tennessee's a 12 point favorite. It must be the Nico story happening this weekend. So don't touch this thing. Don't touch it. But tonight, Padger pocket big. Oregon State rolls Utah by two touchdowns. Right now, you can get the Beavers minus four. Don't touch the dial. Jay Ham is next. Sports 56, 98, 5 FM. Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio, we are Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. The Sports 56 Happy Hour with Johnny Radio. This hour is brought to you by Scooters Plus on Summer Avenue. Here once again is Johnny Radio. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. Choke, he's so mad, but he won't give up daddies. He know he won't have it. He knows his whole Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. I got Jay Morgan Harder back at the house. I'm out here at Town Village Audubon Park, chilling like a villain with my peeps, man. We got a little queue we're going to eat up on. I'm telling you right now, it is going to be awesome. You should be, uh, you should come check me out. I'm giving away some tiger tickets. Uh, life is good over here. And again, we got three little pigs barbecue, three rounds of golf. And a cart at Wedgwood Golf Course. We got other prizes. Again, Tigers and two-lane tickets. So come on out and check us out. We're at the corner of Park and Cherry. When you think great living, senior living, partying like a rock star, though, still, because these people are getting down over here. Man, they got, like, 24-hour peeps off in here, chefs, three meals a day. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Check it out, Town Village Alderman Park. Now, we're going to talk with Jay Ham because, um, well, we got to talk about what's going on with Dame Time. He didn't get down to Miami. He ain't going to Miami. He's now going to be a buck in Milwaukee with Giannis and and uh, little Bobby and Brooke Lopez and Chris Middleton. Pretty nasty little combo. What's up, Ham? My God, John. What's good, man? First of all, shout out. For the Milwaukee pronunciation that you just dropped, I watch Wayne's World as well. And I remember Alice Cooper dropped it. You know, Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was good. That was beautiful. The historian always bringing something to the table. Um, now, realistically, though, you know, are you surprised that? Um, like, did he speak it into existence because it felt like it was all Miami, Miami, Miami. But then, you know, like he was asked question, like, who's the one player that you think would be, fit you perfectly? And he put it out in the universe and said, oh, man, Giannis. Giannis. You know, who's the, you know, and who's the person you like to play for? He put it up when they asked the question. He put it out on his Twitter. Oh, like, if there's one, if I could only, you know, pick, if I could pick one person, you know, mm-hmm. it was Giannis. So now he gets what he wants. And, all, by the way, the dude's pretty damn good at the pick and roll. He can run that jump with Brooke Lopez. He can run that junt with, oh, uh, Giannis. Yeah. Like, he's going to be an effective scorer. How do you think about the fivesome that they got? What do you think Milwaukee's building? And are you a little bit worried about the fact that they're going to lose that defensive presence in Drew Holiday? That's why the Drew Holiday portion of it is why I'm like, in regards to it. I just It's just me on that end where I would like to see that combination of those guys together. Because Drew can go get his when he want, but to have that, that killer like Dame, you know, next to him. But then also, I've seen Dame when he wants to check in on the defensive end, so I would have loved to have saw that, you know, come together. But I understood why it couldn't. 
you know, financial reasons, of course, you know, them being a small market group and you can only do so much. They would really have, they would pretty much have like four dudes that's, you know, making over 35 a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because Drew's like at 35, 37, whatever it is. But it's one of those, I I look, I view Drew Holiday as a championship piece. And I mainly, do too. I do too. He's validated that when they made the trade for him a couple of years ago, right before the season started, and they went won a championship. Yep. You know, so he's no, kind he of proven, to, you know, and validated that he is indeed a championship piece. But for Dame, but do you like the offensive addition? Do you like the fact that you got Middleton and absolutely. Dame out there that can just drain threes? Also, get the pick and roll with Dame. Um, I mean, again. Uh, you know, Lopez and Giannis and Middleton. I don't know, man. Like, is it as big an upgrade as as the quote experts are saying in employees, especially Vegas? Because for me, I'm still, you know, I'm still on, you know, Jamal and Joker out there. I'm not sleeping on the Grizzlies. Uh, I like the additions that they got. I think Jaw's going to come back with that chip. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of very good teams rolling in all on uh, Milwaukee just because they got Dame. Kind of makes me also think to myself, well, you know, I know people are going to laugh when I say this, but they lost Grayson Allen, who was a great piece to also uh, what you're trying to do. I mean, everybody needs that villain. Everybody needs that person that's going to go out there and play tough defense. He's more athletic than people give him credit for. I mean, he's he's still, you know, he's a piece, and he fit well. Um, and you also lose Holiday. Does Dame, does he elevate him so much with his offensive prowess that you now think this is a better championship contender than last season's team? That part remains to be seen, to be fair, because you still have a still have the time, you know, in terms of, you know, establishing chemistry and cohesiveness and, you know, just getting everything together. But I think it'll be made easy with a guy like Dame, you know, because the way I view Dame as a player, he's a true point guard that just so happens to know how to be a great scorer. Like he really can go pick his spots and and go get buckets at will, but at the same time he can play the point guard position from a traditional standpoint if need be. So you bring in, like you said, that offensive prowess you know that he comes with, and then just the general toughness that they have as a team defensively and everything that they like to do in Milwaukee. New coach in Adrian Griffin, which I'm excited about that because I, I always thought he was a high IQ guy as a player and just other, you know, facets where I got to learn more about Adrian Griffin. And he's got a son that's in the league as well, too. So pretty good basketball pedigree, you know, coming you know in as a head coach for him. For the Dane part in general, I think he would have preferred Miami. And who wouldn't, you know, no knock to the city of Milwaukee, but who wouldn't prefer Miami? You know, no state tax, the great weather, the whole deal. And his rap game is pretty strong. And you're right. I mean, but you know, you, if you can spit bars, you can spit bars wherever. You know? Yeah, but do you want to spit them down on South Beach or you? Know, I don't even know what's in Milwaukee other than like it didn't Laverne and Shirley come from there or something. I mean, yeah, you know, Pots and Weber, Rap Mouth, you know, Lenny and Squeaky. Hey, I watched all those shows back then too, John. I mean, it is what it is. But um, Portland didn't do. They didn't do him a disservice. They didn't get him where he probably would really go to his preferred destination. Oh yeah, I was gonna say you, you know you still got a t- you still got a squad. Yeah, but they they put him somewhere where he can contend. Now the funny, I guess, where it gets to be 
interesting for me is like, is this truly enough to keep Giannis? Is it really? You know, that, that I think that question, of course, remains to be seen because if it's not they enough They have a to, hell of a year. You know what? You have a hell of a year and you have a better record than Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giannis is happy. He gets to the finals, something like that. I say, I think yeah. that's good to go at that point, right. But yeah. let's play hypothetical. And I'm not one to like the moves on a negative end, but let's just play hypothetical for the sake of like our entertainment is just here in media. He doesn't sign the extension. I haven't even looked at what Dame's terms are, how many of the year. I think Dame may have three or four years left on his deal too, so it's pretty much That'd still a fresh deal. But let's say he or, or let's say for hypothetical sake, Dame got like two years left. And Giannis doesn't resign. And they were to lose both. <laughs> Pretty much in subsequent years. Not only well, then they're they, going to be bad for a long time. But from the historical standpoint, losing Giannis just by itself, that's going to be up there with them trading Kareem to the Lakers in the mid seventies. And, and you see how long it took fifty years for them to get back to a championship after they won one, the one that they had with Kareem. Now you flip it over to the Portland side of it. How many stars have bit the dust in Portland? You know what I'm saying? Well, in terms of Portland losing their guys. Bill Walton won them a championship, got injured, they traded him away. Clyde Drexler got him to a couple of finals as the, as the alpha dog. He traded mm-hmm. traded him away, he went home and won a championship. Went home to Houston, won a championship. <laughs> LaMarcus Aldridge went to Man, San Antonio. they got a championship, so you had Bill Walton playing in Portland. See what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, and then just the, the Sam Bowie, Greg Oden, Brandon Roy, the you know the injury history that they have as an organization. But it, it seems very cursed, but yet they have a championship. But they've been snake-bitten a great deal. And to – I mean, it's almost like – how many chances will they get at it? You know what I'm saying? And us being here in Memphis, it makes me look at it for me from this perspective. It's like count your blessings when you have your guys. You know what I'm saying? For them to stay healthy, for them to enjoy the time that they're here, represent your, your you know, represent the city as as the team and the whole nine. This is why it's like, yo, get behind the chopper red, the, the Desmond Bain, Jared Jackson, all these guys that are homegrown guys. Because this is the result of what can happen to small markets once these dudes feel like they've exhausted their opportunities to win. I almost do kind of understand exactly why, because, I mean, again, and this is also has a lot to do with Jay Morgan and then reading, quote, of course, what the experts say. But, you know, Scoot Henderson pretty much coming to Portland basically right. said it's time to get rid of Dane. Right. You can't have two six two point guards in the backcourt in today's NBA. And you, uh, you, and you know you what got, I mean? And Scoot Henderson plays bigger. He's a thick dude. I know he's going to be, you know. And the other thing about this is, you know, Portland can't at least sell to their fans, hey, look, we got the future. We got the future, right. That, and, so and that's just how Portland rebuild, does things, man. That, Rich City going to be behind go, them anyway. That's what I was going to go with with Portland. Like, their rebuild and restructure of it is not a bad start. Because, like you say, you got Scoot coming in who's like – worldly talent you got a young anthony anthony simons who's already 25 30 million dollars mm-hmm. in and he's a bucket you know like that yeah yeah simon and, and you got a good steady positive basketball influence on your sideline and your head coach who knows how to win he's one as a player he knows how to win so it's one of those deals where it's like 
where you look at it, it's like it looks bad, but it's like I'm also looking forward to a restart. And plus, don't for they them. also have that young kid short man? Yeah, like yeah. They, they're they're all like this is a young squad. Who's you know I kind of I get everything that Rip City's doing. Now, did actually. you hear about did you hear about how the exit kind of went with Dame behind the scenes? He was no, ready. I did not. He was ready to rescind the offer. Oh no! Once he kind of saw that it wasn't going to flow to Miami, he was ready to rescind the offer. He showed up at the facility to work out. Ownership didn't even speak to him. A few days later, Damn. week a week well, a couple you know, a couple weeks later, they made the move. I think they say he went to the facility on September 11th to work out and just be around the guys and whatnot. But you know, top brass people wouldn't even speak to him. So they were like, "Yo, no, it's over." We gonna move you, it, oh. <laughs> you know. So it's it, it's a tough pill to swallow on both sides, you know. But it's business. It's the business of basketball. It is the business of basketball, and I like it. I think it's gonna make the East a little fun. I think it gives Boston, mid uh, Boston, Milwaukee. Those games are gonna be nasty. What's gonna happen though with uh, the Seventy Sixers? I mean, right now, I mean, this like, what's James Harden gonna do, man? Uh, you know, he says he ain't playing. If he ain't playing. Next man up. I mean, that's his bread. <laughs> Speaking about somebody, like what, what is Embiid going to do? I mean, 76ers, woof. It's a mess, but it's, it's one of those messes that really don't have to be a mess. But they got to fix the mess real fast. They got too much riding on a lot, you know, for it to continue going forward. They're going to have to do something with the forks in the you know the fork is in the road is obviously there with James Hart you know so something's got to happen there one way or the other. And then you you of course you bring in Nick Nurse that's new you you know he he's it's really unfair for Nick Nurse a good coach like Nick Nurse to have to inherit such a problem. Just to be honest, that's just my you know opinion on that. But that's a very murky situation, and something has really got to give real soon. My goodness, man. Jay, you got to do me a huge favor, man. Tell everybody where they can find all your stuff. I got to cut it short today because we're going to do a little talking about Town Village on the other side. Again, don't forget at 12 o'clock, we have Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports coming in. My man this year is is so hot, it's not even funny. He is 32 and 15. I'm going to Denver and Florida for a week, so I'll be out next Wednesday's my last day for, you know, a good seven shows i can't wait i can't wait man (laughs) but man that's thankful that's thank you to lee sterling over at paramount sports he's coming on at 12 he's going to break down the kentucky florida game tennessee south carolina memphis boise state plus the nfl cincinnati tennessee buffalo miami listen and find out how to get the free play jacksonville and atlanta jay do me a favor tell all the people where you at youtube.com forward slash at 94 feet of life that's the basketball side we'll be back on the 16th with that show with the 94 feet of life preseason preview for college and the nba youtube.com forward slash at cultured ones that's where you'll find our football and baseball content views from the 22 on football the dish on baseball we get ready for playoff baseball and rare Man. season rare mid-season form of football holler at us Mate. Hey, Braves are looking strong over that NL, but, man, can you believe the Orioles this year? I mean, the Orioles won the East. They won the East, and they won 100 games. I'm I mean, digging. dude, I'm digging it myself. I'm Shout out to Mike myself. Devereaux. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jay, do me a favor and be blessed, all right? You too, brother. 
That is Jay Ham. Also wanted to remind everybody, you got to look good. Everybody's going down to LSU and Ole Miss. It's happening in Oxford, 5 o'clock kick. You want to get to the Grove around, I'd say 1 o'clock. But you want to look good when you head down to the Grove, don't you? Well, head on down to Frontier Western Store, 5880 Goodman Road. It's down in Olive Branch. You can take you, your girlfriend, your family, your friends, your kids, whoever's going down to the Grove with you, head on down there because they got the largest boot showroom on planet Earth. I'm talking about Western boots, work boots, dress boots. they got Hey Dude. they got shoes galore. Plus, they got hats everywhere, and then you know they got all the jeans and the fall fashions for the ladies at their ladies' boutique. All your kids at the children's department. And, men, you know they got you covered. Plus, they got the best brands of jeans around. Frontier Western Store. And if you can't get down there, don't freak out. Don't fret. Just go to FrontierWesternStore.com. They ship their orders out within 24 hours. Back in two shakes. Sports 56, 98, 5FM. Start your day with Sports 56 Mornings with Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10, right here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour with Johnny Radio. This hour is brought to you by Scooters Plus on Summer Avenue. Here once again is Johnny Radio. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. Choke, he's so mad, but he won't. Welcome back to the little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. Jay Morgan Harder's hanging out back at the house. I'm out here at Town Village, Audubon Park, right here at the corner of Park and Cherry. This is where living is large, baby. And we're about to talk to my friend, Neil McDevitt. And I'm going to tell you something. He's from New York. He's a big Giants fan, so we're going to cut it up, talk a little bit about Giants. I don't know how much he's had to root for since Eli left. And I'm a big, and I'm a big old Miss fan, so you know I got oh, some yeah. love for Eli. Oh, I know so, but we're about to talk with him all about Town Village Audubon Park. First, wanted to remind you though, when you need to get your gear, like Neil, if you got a grandson that you really, really love, I'm telling you, you got they got some these e-bikes and trikes, and they got these little little four wheelers. Like uh, you can hop on, they're so cute. They're all over at Scooters Plus 3425 Summer Avenue. They also got the big boys. If you need a side by side, if you like to hit the wilderness, if you need a golf cart because you're going down to Pickwick or Heber, head on over there and check it out. They have everything. They have the largest showroom around. Plus, they have an inventory reduction sale going on right now. Head on over to 3425 Summer Avenue. Parts repairs, sales and service. Scooters Plus. Neil, how's life been treating you? It's great here. I really enjoy every day. It's, it's uh, something new to do. The food is good. People are nice. The really, food is fire. The food, I, I enjoy it. Some people complain, but I, I'm, I must be easy to please. I, I like every meal. There's always something to choose from. And then uh, we moved here about a year ago from uh, Pennsylvania uh, to be near our door. How Southern living compared to Yankee living, Neil? Well, I tell you, it's been hot. It's been hot. <laughs> but uh, but we're getting used to it, and everything's air conditioned, so it's it's not a big. Oh yeah, not yeah. A big deal. It's just not when you go deal. outside and want to enjoy a little afternoon yeah. when it's a hundred degrees. You're it's like it's yeah. A well, I, I tried playing golf when it was a hundred degrees, and I got through about four holes, and I said that's <laughs> that's about it. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Um, I also need to know something, Neil. Now yeah. that you come down here. You've uh, been in, uh, obviously, here, what did you say, about a year and a half? About a year, but we've been down here many times visiting my daughter, but a, a solid year now. We came here last August. Nice, nice, nice. So y'all, do you all love it? Yeah, yeah, it's great. People here are so friendly. There's always something to do, and it, I like having the pool here. It's a, a convenience. My, my wife uses it for the uh, aerobics. And, oh, uh, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's just good. And, and we have... Um, 
medical help a moment away. You know, it's a practically it's worry-free. It's easy and comfortable. Uh, worry-free. You know, the decision you have to make is, you know, what are you going to have for breakfast? What are you going to have for lunch? You know, big, big decision. Where am I going to go this weekend? Yeah, right, right. Am I going to go on the trip? Yeah. But and it, and it, of course, being near my daughter and uh, two grandsons and my son-in-law down here, it's it's really fun. Well, late last night we were out for the grandson's twelve-year-old birthday party. How many grandkids you got? Well, I got uh, six altogether, six boys. Ooh. Two here, two in California, two in Pennsylvania. But the uh, the two in Pennsylvania are pretty grown now, twenty-one and twenty. Out in California, they're four and two. So. Oh, I, I feel you. I actually just had a new granddaughter. Oh, congratulations. Uh, on August 1st. So now oh, I nice. got three little grandchildren oh, myself. Oh, boy, oh, boy. You must have started young. I did. I did. <laughs> I, hey, I'm one of those guys, you know, I figured out what I wanted when I was young and I went after well, it. Well, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> but, Neil, I need to know also a little bit something because living out here is beautiful. You love it here at Town Village. But I also know you love your Giants. And I just got to know, how are you feeling about this season? Last year was a great year. They won some real close games. Yeah. They made it to the playoffs. They slapped Minnesota. Uh, this year, though, it's been a tough start. They had that yeah. great comeback in Arizona. Yeah. But, man, that Dallas game was painful. Oh, God, yes. Last well, week was a little painful. Well, we were very hopeful, but the same problem exists. You know, we've got stars on offense. I, I love the defense. But the offensive line just needs Can't to Can't block anybody. Needs My partner back at the uh, – what do you like to say, Jay? Jay Morgan. Are you back to the house? Yeah, I'm here. He always talks about – oh, who's the offensive lineman you like to kill for the Giants? <laughs> oh, Evan Neal. <laughs> oh, yes, he says Evan Neal is the worst uh, uh, yeah. player to come out of Alabama well, and ever come to the Giants. Well, uh, uh, it, it's hard for me to remember names these days, but I just – I cringe. And people, you know, they, they complain about Daniel Jones – but, you, you know, if you're flat on your back, what are you going to do? And, you know, and not yeah. to be rude, it ain't like he's got wide receivers coming out the wazoo no, either. No, no, now, Darren no, Waller is a good addition. To yeah, I, I like him. I like him. But they they, they can't spread the field. You know, they, they really can't. It, it, maybe if they had more time, they could, but there just isn't time. They need an offensive line and a new secondary, and that would that would, I, and that I, would help I, them I'm out. Not, I'm, I'm not that worried about the, the defense. I think the defense has been improved. I wish Thibodeau was doing more, but but he's there. I guess Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah, but uh, you know, I, I thought, wow, this is a great addition, but he really hasn't made his presence felt yet. Well, um, big game, like so, big game this weekend though for the Memphis Tigers and uh, Boise State. You know oh, yeah. that, right? And oh yeah. T- I was at the Navy game, um, and I tell you, our offense is is good, but our defense, I'm a little scared. Ooh, I would, they were shaky in that first half tackling, weren't they? Oh, yeah. My goodness, Navy was running right through Yeah, it, it was a, all of a sudden, Navy's this offensive juggernaut. <laughs> right. <laughs> the one thing that gives me a lot of positivity in the field is the way they played Missouri last week, um, especially early in that football game, uh, the Tigers were right there. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I know – that Watson, I know that Rock Taylor, I know that they got the weapons. Seth's got to step in there. This guy's now starting in his third season. Yeah. He needs to make a few bigger throws, um, and I think everything's going to be all right. I like their chances at home. They're laying two and a half. I think it's a little, little hint here. I think I'm going to be on the Tigers. Oh, all, right. all right. Now, tell me, uh, where, do you all watch some of the games up here? Oh, yeah. It, it, my daughter and son-in-law have season tickets and oh, uh, nice. yeah so so i'll go with them not every time you know but uh, you know from time to time when somebody can't make it and uh, here 
my in my room I can't get the the game, but down in the bistro here you can watch it on the big. I was TV. right over around the corner. Right, right around the corner. Bistro, bistro is nice too. Another, oh, I know, another I like good that. addition. You can come and get lunch if you don't want to sit down at the regular dining room. And uh, it's really everything's played. I said to my wife the first day we we're here. This is like being on a cruise. <laughs> you know what? I thought that kind of it's funny you said that because I said something similar when I was talking to. Um, oh my gosh, the sweet lady I can't remember she. She was the sweetest little lady. She was like the oldest living cheerleader. Oh, oh Carolyn McDougal. That's it, Carolyn. I, I was talking with Carolyn, and she and I was like, you know, living here is kind of fun. And, and then she's like, it's kind of like living in a cruise, living on a cruise. It is, yeah. But there's no waves. There's no yeah. Waves. Thank goodness, there's no, no seasickness. No it's like living on a cruise at the dock. I like it. It's parked <laughs> and it's ready to go. And everybody's always here and super yeah. friendly. Neil McDermott, thank you so much, McDevitt, But that's McDevitt, okay. I apologize. That's all right. It's okay. Doug right. McDermott, I guess I got in my head or something. Uh, that's happened all my life. All my life. Mick Devitt. Yes, it's, I guess, a little unusual. So. Neil, you be blessed, and I'm glad you enjoy Town Village. Yeah. On the other side, Neil, if you uh, want a little action, I got Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports joining me. He's got a bunch of plays on some games around here, plus his free play. He is, I believe, 32 and 15. Yeah, 32 Whoa. and 15 on the year. That's He's true. the reason I'm going to Denver on October 4th. Oh, I right. bought me a whole trip after the second week of college football season. I was like, thank you very much. And then I'm going right after that down to Florida for a week with the grandkids and my kids. Oh, nice. Again, thank you, Lee Sterling. Uh, oh. Don't touch oh. the dial. He's next. Sports 5698.5 right. FM.